Today's Torah is lovingly dedicated by Gabriela and Elazar Hanan HaKohen Folksen in honor of their baby boy that was born just a few days ago. May he grow from strength to strength and may they raise him with health and happiness till 120. One of the biggest differences between us and tzaddikim, truly holy people, is that for them, for a tzaddik, the veil is parted. They see beyond what our eyes see and they are able to perceive the truth of reality that really is the truth for us also but we're blind we don't see it and that tzaddikim very often have all sorts of supernatural ways of manifesting and that's why there are so many miracle stories of the tzaddikim and usually most of the time we we're not privy to the inner special occasions and special supernatural happenings that happen to tzaddikim not very often do we get to know what they experience because very often they don't reveal a lot of the things that they experience. But they're on a completely different plane. But there are some exceptions. In 1937, on Shemini the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe, the Rebbe Ayatz, who, by the way, was one of those that did very often reveal Bizbuz Ha'itzras, he squandered the treasures of the innermost king and he revealed many, many things that for generations before weren't revealed. And so the Rebbe Ayatz in 1937, on Shemini revealed what Hasidim call a Himmeldika thing. A Himmel in Yiddish means the heavens. Himmeldik, when you say something, a Himmeldika Zach, a heavenly thing, means something very extraordinary, very out of the normal, very supernatural. And that is that the Rebbe Ayatz revealed that his father, the Rebbe Rashab of Shalom Doiv Ber, in the year 1892, merited to hear from the Balshemt of seven Torahs. Somehow the Rebbe Rashab went to Gan Eden while still alive, where the Baal Shem Tov was, and the Baal Shem Tov on Shabbos, it was Shabbos Chai Elul, the birthday of the Baal Shem Tov came out that year, on Shabbos Parshas Kisavo, this week's Parsha, and that Shabbos the Rebbe Rashab somehow in, went to Gan Eden and heard seven Torahs from the Baal Shem Tov. And the complete story behind it is, is as follows, the Rebbe Rashab was known as the Maimonides of Hasidism, he's the... In his writings are the deepest secrets of the Baal Shem Tov of Hasidus of Kabbalah in an explained way. His mamar, his Hasidic discourses are very clearly delineating and codify the deepest ideas of Hasidus. But the Rebbe Rashab would never say a Hasidic discourse, he would never say a mimer until the ideas, the whole mimer was nisatzeim with him. Nisatzeim means became completely unified with him. Until he essentially unified with these ideas, he would never say them in public. In other words, he wouldn't teach something that he hasn't been completely unified with. And that year in 1892, he was working on saying over a mimer, he wanted to say a mimer called Vahaya Kisavo on this week's parsha, based on a mimer of his father, of the Rebbe Rashab, Rebbe father, the Rebbe Marash, the Rebbe Shmulubavich. So he was trying to unify himself, become united with the idea from this mimer, and he couldn't do it for a long time. Of course he understood it, but he wasn't able to be completely fused, to be mit'atzem be completely fused essentially and bound with with this idea. And so the Rebbe Shab thought for many days and he went to the Oihel, the resting place of his father, the Rebbe Marash and the Tzamach Tzedek, and he davened over there that he should understand the Mimer until finally, finally, right before Shabbos, he understood the Mimer. And 
The way that the Rebbe Rayatz tells the story that Hashem never remains in debt. Hashem always pays a person back for their efforts. And for the fact that the Rebbe Rashab put in such effort, he gave himself so much over to understanding this idea. So the Rebbe Rashab told his son, the Rebbe Rayatz, who told us over the story, that the Rebbe Maharash, who had passed away a couple of years before, he was the one that, so to speak, was the messenger from Hashem to pay the Rebbe Rashab back for his extraordinary dedication to Chassidus and his, the fact that he put in so much work to understand the idea. And how was the Rebbe Rashab paid back? The Rebbe Marash brought him to Gan Eden to hear Torah from the Baal Shem Tov. And the Rebbe Rashab explained a little to the Fidik Rebbe what it was like there that the Rebbe Rayatz didn't share. But Lemaisa, over the course of that Shabbos Parshas Kisavoy, the Rebbe Rashab heard seven Torahs, seven Dvar Torahs, seven ideas from the Baal Shem Tov, that the Baal Shem Tov taught in Gan Eden. The first two of these Torahs are actually printed in Hayom Yom for Chai Elul. That's actually the Hayom Yom for Chai Elul, the first two Torahs that the Baal Shem Tov said in Gan Eden. And the Baal Shem Tov taught in Gan Eden as follows. You know, the Pasuk begins, the, the Bisparsha begins, V'hoyo kisovayel ha'oretz, which the simple meaning is, when you will come to the land, V'yarashta v'yashavta ba, you will inherit it and you will sit in it. V'lakachta mereshes kol priyadama, you will take from the first fruits, V'samta batena, and you will place them in a basket. V'samta batena, you have to put the first fruits in a vessel, in a basket. You have to put the fruits in a basket. So the Baal Shem Tov explained in Gan Eden in 1892, he explained the Torah as follows. The When a person reaches Oritz, Lush and Oritz has the connotation of Merutza and Rotzen, which means will and running towards. Rats, when you run towards something, when you want something so badly and you run towards it. So When a person comes to a will to get close to God, when you're aroused with a desire to get close to Hashem, Virashta, you will inherit it, meaning you should know that the fact that we're able to come to feelings of love and desire for God is an inheritance that we got from our forefathers. Virashavtaba, you will sit in it, means eruptrugging in his yashvus. You have to bring down the awakening, the feeling of closeness to God. You have to bring it down. You will take the first fruits. You will take this feeling of closeness to God, which is the first fruits, which is the deepest part of who we are. You will bring it into vessels. Meaning, this is also, by the way, a famous idea that the Ramban says, that whenever a person feels feelings of love of God or wanting to get, get close to God, one should never remain with just the will and just the desire and just the inspiration. One should put the lights into vessels. Which means that one should actually practically do something for Hashem. Do mitzvah, learn Torah, do something practical, bring it into a vessel. You will go to the place that Hashem chooses, that a Jew has to know that wherever he or she goes in a place, any place at all, is not that he or she is going there, no, but rather he's be, or she is being guided there from above. Hashem is bringing you there. Even though you think you're going there, Hashem is bringing you there. And what's the reason? To make God's name dwell there. 
to make godliness more famous, to spread godliness in the world, we have to know that no matter where we are, no matter where we're brought to, the point is to spread the godliness in the world. And how does we spread godliness in the world? By saying a bracha, by saying a chapter of Tehillim. We have to know that wherever we're brought, wherever we go, it's we're really being brought, and it's to serve Hashem in that place and thereby sanctify it. Never remain with just an awakening, but bring it actually, lemaisa, to bring it down practically, to actually do something for Hashem. This is how we bring God wherever we go in the world. May we be zoichemitz Hashem to be brought to very good, wonderful places and bring Hashem down more and more until we finally see Hashem with our eyes with the coming of Mashiach. Good Shabbos.